0: Venture through a wasteland twisted by dark magic, undead monsters, and contagious insanity where life and death are no longer opposites, but a spectrum of cruelties. Emerging from the dregs, an old king makes one final attempt to save his realm. Today's episode is brought to you by the newest project of Lee Ellis, author of the Kill Dash series, Godblood is a grim, dark short story with the audio runtime of two hours available on Audible and a digital print available for those that prefer reading. This exciting adventure is available now. But parents beware, it's not for the faint of heart. Stay tuned after the episode for an exclusive audio clip of Godblood. This is the Nerdy Old Men Podcast recognized by city view magazine as best of the best in podcasts and here are your hosts the old bald man chad and redneck wes hey wes
1: hey yeah
0: there he is he just woke up
1: i am here i did (laughs) Dad uh-huh. called an audible this, uh, this morning on the uh, on the podcast. Just, uh, well,
0: yeah, you you had some stuff you had to do. And then uh, my brother, Michiel Jay, said that uh, he, was, he came over here to my house. And uh, he's staying the night over here because we're going to Durham, North Carolina in the morning to play a Star Wars Legion tournament. So he was like, hey, I want to come and get on the show and talk about some stuff. So we decided to just uh, punt and uh, run it this afternoon. So here we are. So, yeah! 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 Jay,
2: how are you? Doing good. Doing good. There Glad to be is. here.
0: There he is.
2: Man. Look at that! Yeah, Shield J is yeah, back yeah. on the show, folks. Yes. I, I gotta clarify something though. It's it's Meat Shield J, Jay. not Meat Meat Shield Gay. Gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's true. So yeah, we gotta we gotta yeah. we gotta clear that, <laughs> that up. That that
0: ro- that was a Freudian slip uh, last uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> episode. Just had to just had to clarify. Yeah, I had to
0: clarify that one. Yeah, it is not Shield <laughs> Gay. It's Meatshield J. But uh, but
2: so, you
1: better believe the next time he does something dumb. Dude. <laughs> during D&D. Oh yeah, the next
0: session it's I'm,
2: I'm getting hit with that. <laughs>
0: That's right. So Rucker there's no need to make anything about Shield gay and so Shield Jay, yes, so we don't yes,
2: need yes. to worry Although about that. <laughs> we would not turn that down. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> Jay's already, you know, he's like why, why did uh, I come on here? And
2: then, <laughs> we know what the next sticker I'm printing. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: true. That's true.
2: For those of you who don't know, that
0: those of you that have picked up our, uh, our Nerdy Old Men podcast stickers, uh, most of them have been designed by Mr. Rucker. Uh, they've actually been printed by Michelle J. So that's pretty
1: awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, what, uh, what's been going on this week there, uh, Wes?
1: Uh, well, trying to, uh survive the first of the year and get everything squared away. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, kids get back in school so try and get that routine going mm. again, so
0: any, good times. Anything, what about you? Yeah, anything, any projects, anything you're working on, anything you've been doing? Uh,
1: no, uh, well, I did, I did get some clear resin in. I just not had a chance to, uh, to run it through the printer yet, so I'm We'll be doing that this weekend. Um, so I know there's projects you're wanting to see if we can make work. Uh, yep, yep. And so I'm going to test out some clear uh, resin from Elgoo on the uh, on the printer and see if uh, if I can print a uh, a lens for a project that you've been working on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless I can get my and then show you how to do I can, it. On yeah. Your yeah. yeah I print saying, printer. I can get my printer going. Um, <laughs> I'm printing some, um, I've got a, an ion gun from Hoth, uh, Star Wars Legion scale sitting over here on my table that I got from ZZM Armory that I'm a patron for. Um, and I'm also printing some things for our, uh, my name J's Legion buddy, uh, Alan, uh, and I think I mentioned it before that he is doing a skate park terrain set for Star Wars Legion and he's going to call it, um, uh, was it Sabine? Sabine skate park. Yeah, because yeah. he's gonna put like Sabine graffiti all over all the stuff. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. We're excited about that. So that's kind of neat. But, but. do it.
1: Well, I was gonna say, you know, it, it's kind of funny. It, it all started with, hey, well, we want to make some tabletop minis for D and D. Yep. And now uh, you've gotten into printing, and Jay's gotten into printing, and it, it's kind of becoming a thing.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Here. I got I got two filament printers and a. And a resin now that's still in the box there, I gotta get. And uh Wes, I know you got a, a resin and all the resin gear and you're looking at a bigger printer, and Jay's got, you got an Ender 3 and then a, uh what's the other one you got?
2: An Elegoo Neptune four plus. There you go.
0: <laughs> because we mentioned it before, and Mitchell Jay has an Etsy store that he's developing. You wanna talk about that real quick?
2: Yeah. Um <clears throat> so I just opened it up. It's uh, critprintsco. Uh, Etsy. Com. So that's uh, critprintsco. Etsy. Com. Um, and basically, what I'm doing is, is I've got uh, I, I'm a patron to Galactic Armory, and uh, he makes these really phenomenal uh, uh, helmets. Uh, replica uh, files for for you to print, and you know you. I've got the the commercial license to be able to sell these, and <clears throat> I gotta say, man, they're some of the coolest uh, uh, helmets. I mean, it's it's like right out of the out of the screen, man. And uh, I, I've just really had a good time. Uh, you know, printing them and finishing them and painting them up, making them look like, you know, like the real thing. And I just want to be able to, you know, take my hobby and kind of offer it to, to other people, at you know, an affordable price, you know, because I, I don't know if you guys remember or not, but when cosplay kind of started becoming a a mainstream thing, you know, like most most things, a lot of stuff, the prices kind of, you know, they, they went up. Oh,
1: absolutely. <laughs> yes.
2: So I want to, you know, I mean, it, it, I, I'm not trying to, like, do a get-rich-quick thing or anything like that, but, I mean, I, I just enjoy doing it, and, you know, I want to make it.
1: Well, it is, a, it is a fun hobby to get into. I mean, it can be an expensive hobby. Um, yeah.
2: a little frustrating but at it, times.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, um, especially when you end up with a, a failed print. But the fact that somebody can take something like a like a Star Wars helmet, like a Stormtrooper helmet, and model it to where you can actually wear it and then say, okay, you can print this out in, well, with your printer, basically a day.
2: Yeah, it's a couple of days. Which is super cool. Yeah. But,
1: you know, if you figure two days, then you can have a, a full helmet.
2: Oh, yeah. So that's uh, neat. Yeah. And I mean, it. it you know, we, we've talked about how, like, I've got my printer dialed in, and, and to be honest with you, I've not had to do a whole lot of um, tinkering with it that much. Well,
0: that comes with the quality of the printer. Yeah. Though, right? I mean, if you yeah. buy a cheaper thing, you like, I really like my Ender 3s. I got a regular Ender 3 V2 and an Ender 3 V2 Pro. Mm. And out of the box, because you got one, yeah. Out of the box, they're pretty good, yeah. You got to tinker with them, yeah. And it's really beneficial if you add a few upgrade parts to them. But that is an entry level uh, filament printer, yeah. Whereas the big job that you got it, it's a, is is a higher end
2: model, th- yeah. There's still, honestly, there was a little bit more of a learning curve with it than than there was with the uh, the Ender Three because this one it has like the it's got like. 121 point automatic bed leveling and kind of stuff like that, and having to, to set the the Z offset, which is the you know the where the nozzle will come down towards mm-hmm. the towards the bed. You got to really like pay attention to that, otherwise you'll just cram your nozzle down in. It'll just you know not only destroy your nozzle, but it'll mess that um, sheet up. That uh, you know just it's got one of those PEI sheets. I don't know if you know what that is, but it it's like a you can bend it and pop the, the removable flexible
1: build plate. Yep. Yeah. One, okay. Yeah. yeah. You've got, I didn't, I've know got them done. on each line. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Cause my, my Andrew's just got that, uh, that glass plate. Oh, when I first started
0: doing it, I had just the glass plate and I had to take the little chisel and yeah, it yeah, yeah, takes you,
2: it takes you an extra hour to get the print off. Yep, but, that's true. But yeah, man, the I just, like I said, I just opened up the, the store, um, uh, so if you want to, you know, give it a like or something like that, you know, shameless plug. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do, I do enjoy it. There's, I'm gonna be adding some more uh, stuff, not just helmets and things like that. Um, I've got. Are you
1: gonna be doing some busts? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, some
2: busts and uh, uh, some just little little odds and ends things that I have uh, uh, ability to to sell legally. Yeah, well, and
0: and uh, the. Uh, your Etsy store, before it became an Etsy store, is actually providing some of the trophy hardware for the Cherokee Open
2: yeah.
0: Star Wars Legion tournament at uh, the casino in Cherokee, North Carolina. Yep. In February, so yep. the, uh, the the best in faction
2: awards is what you printed, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I did one for each of the factions, so it was you know the Empire, the Rebels, uh, the CIS, Droids, yeah. and Republic, and then the Shadow Collective. I right. think. Yep. Which honestly, uh, they turned out really well. I was really pleased with those. And and I kind of want to for myself. I want to get pick one of them and just blow that thing up to like, you know, 500% or whatever it is and just (laughs) have like a life size bust of Darth Vader to scare my wife with. (laughs) That's cool.
0: (laughs) So, uh, you know, we we thought we'd talk. We've done an episode about 3D printing before, but it was just me and Wes. And so we kind of wanted to talk about. just a little bit, just some fun stuff with that, and and how that's kind of how we've all three gotten into it. Um, you know, I I had just seen some stuff about it a few years ago. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, but they were expensive. I mean, still, it can be expensive, yeah, but you yeah. can get into it pretty cheap now.
1: Well, and, they, the the fact that they have entry level printers. Oh yeah, you know, like like the for well, they can even got some that are cheaper. But I mean, for like two hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. You can get a good printer to start out on. Oh, yeah. Now, granted, you can spend a, a thousand lot. dollars. Yeah, a
2: lot. Uh, I
0: mean, you will well, I mean, they make some printers that are so big, you know, you make a chair out of it. Oh, you know? yeah.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, the reason that, that I wanted to get that, that Elegoo now is just simply because of the build plate size. That, well, you've that been wanting it. to make clone helmets for yourself
0: yeah. for a long time.
2: Yeah when i
0: got mine we had talked about like, well, how many how much of it can you print on one yeah uh but now you, i mean you've made a, a really nice clone helmet that you painted up for yourself the yeah, yeah, first one yeah. i know you're doing something for alan
2: uh yeah i'm doing a uh, Arc trooper and i'm it up as uh, fives yeah it's awesome you did me um
0: the enoch yeah uh, night trooper helmet that i've got set up here that i've got to work on and then you gave me a dark trooper uh, or a Death Trooper helmet, rather, yeah. uh, that's a little bit smaller, yeah. which is pretty cool.
2: I wasn't sure about why that did that. I don't know if I accidentally changed the uh, the, the scaling of it when I was tinkering with it in the slicer. or fits Abby. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, hey, <laughs> uh, that works but, for me. <laughs> but So I'd seen this stuff
0: coming out. And I thought, man, this is kind of cool. I don't know what I could use it for, really, other than like cosplay stuff. But Wes, you, you were the first one of us to get anything, and you got, what is it that you have?
1: I, I got the LU Mars Two Pro, yep. uh, which uh, I don't have the the printing size that that like Jay's got with his LU because mine is a resin printer. So yep. uh, my build plate's about the size of my phone, which you're like, well, what can you really do on that? And I'm like a lot. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, a lot because uh, where my printer really excels is doing tabletop you know, floppy. Yep. Doing small things that require a lot of detail, because you can't get that with the film Uh You know, as good as they are, small things, uh, unless it's something very simple, you're not going to get the detail.
0: No, because I've tried to print miniatures online and it doesn't <laughs> work. That
1: was funny. But I can print
0: big pieces of terrain. Uh, pretty decent size, but oh, yeah, but yeah, you got that because you wanted to make some miniatures, plus do
1: some yeah, de- detail stuff the,
0: the, for cosplay, though, too, right?
1: Yeah, uh, there was some smaller parts, you know, some little detail things, and I've I've tried to experiment and learn uh, the modeling, and I actually took our logo and made like a little uh, keychain and was trying to uh, basically make like a lanyard. Yeah, where uh, <laughs> it would have the QR code. That's cool. And I mm-hmm. saw I saw this from one of the guys that I follow, Uncle Jesse on uh, on YouTube. He he did it, and he went through the whole process, and he he just made it where he could put it on his lanyard when he's at a convention, and if somebody was, oh man, you know how to get your stuff? It's just boop, yep. scan it and go. Yeah, and it actually printed uh, it had some flaws in it where the resin set and I, I could get it toward the, the QR code would scan, but I, I, you know, I'm learning how to do that. It's just, uh, I've not taken the time to actually sit down and just really dive into it. It was more of, Hey, these are the programs that I've used and there's some really great free programs, mm-hmm. um, that you can get into. Uh, but if, you know, if you're interested in, in learning some, uh, some stuff, you know. There's all kinds of videos on YouTube. Just oh, type yeah. in, you know, 3D printing, because uh, that's really where I learned a lot of my stuff. Um, Uncle Zethy was he was a good one. Uh, one of my favorite is uh, Frankly built and oh, yeah, Frank. That was good. Frank does all sorts of stuff. He makes like full Iron Man suits and, and like really big props. Um, so I mean, it, there, there's a lot of people on there that that you can learn stuff from, which is neat. That they're they're taking the time to make videos to share with the community.
0: Yeah. There's a ton of stuff out there and, and I wanted, so I saw yours and I was like, oh, that's really cool. But what I want to build is star Wars Legion terrain and just other stuff. So I went with a filament printer and I bought this uh, Ender three V two off of Amazon because when Ender does a sale, Amazon matches the same price. Yeah. So I think they drop ship straight from, from Ender. But I mean, I know I got this one for less than two hundred bucks. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I used
1: and hey, you got a workhorse printer. I oh mean, yeah, a lot of people use that. And, that
0: and I ended up, I ended up going back and putting like a a metal extruder in it and steel springs and some things like that because I didn't know. So I had factory stuff. Then I upgraded it, but I actually used my fifteen year. Uh, work Amazon gift card award <laughs> that I got to buy it. So, nice. <laughs> you know, th- th- thanks to my job. But then later on, I wanted to build, you know, I want to build like twice as much stuff, you know, yeah. quicker. And especially because I, I t- me and some of the other Legion players, we make stuff and we donate it to the um, Sci-Fi City so that we can all use the train when we play on Wednesday nights or whenever you go down there. So how about the uh, V2 Pro? um and a suggestion to people if you're going to do that if you're going to buy an Ender 3 which is a great one to start out with for, for you know film printing is to when you buy it buy the metal buy the official Creality metal extruder and buy the steel springs and knob kit so that you can install them while you're putting it together. Yeah. That way you don't have the thing leveled and printing some stuff, and then you go and order the stuff, and then you got
2: to redo it all. So Fun, funny story um, about you know talking about the knobs and the spring. I was printing something on my Ender shortly after I got it, and and I don't even remember what it was but i woke up to go to work the next morning and one of the knobs was in the floor it had, oh. it, it had <laughs> like where the where yeah. i had to level it's definitely
0: not level now yeah. I was like oh, it's like
1: <laughs> not supposed to do that Jay. yeah it is like, like it, is is bad. it
0: isn't it supposed to do that so if you upgrade to the um to the powder coated metal ones that it, it's a little bit
1: better oh yeah um but i wish the ender would go ahead because everybody that i've talked to that has one of those printers is has changed that out. I wish they would just go ahead and, and make that standard equipment. Well, and
0: and and some people would say, well, well, it's because it's it's a money thing. Oh no, man, that, those springs cost like five bucks, well, and, and, and the metal the, extruder is like ten or twelve. So they're not really making a crap ton of money off yeah. of it.
2: So I don't I, know why. I agree I th- with you. I think the newer inner, like they've, they're in the Ender three V three now. Yeah, yeah. I think they might because it's got a it. It comes with a the CR touch thing that does the auto leveling. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're adding stuff like that. I don't know if it's got like the springs and stuff, but they are occasionally adding with right. their new models or whatever.
0: But then you went and got it you went and got the Ender Three V two because mm-hmm. you liked mine. Yeah. And then you were building some train and stuff. But yeah. then you jumped into that big big yeah. dog. Yeah. So tell I, us about I that. I think
1: one I had then. kinda helped with that. Well, I'm sure you they did talked a lot about uh, yeah. about well, the you, ELIGU. You
0: were a
2: poor influence, we yeah. understand. So <laughs> So at the time we we were talking about the uh it was the Eligu uh, Neptune three. Uh, yeah. The the plus and the max and the only difference there between those is is just the build plate size. the The other specs are are pretty much exactly the same. But uh, by the time I got to the point of um, of getting this, they had come out. They were they were it was still on pre order, so I had to wait like uh, probably like two and a half months before it got shipped to me. But uh, they had the uh, Neptune four. Plus, which the biggest thing with that is it has that uh, new Clipper technology in it, which allows me to just uh, connect it via Wi-Fi with my computer. So I can immediately, I don't have to worry about USBs or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you can just send it no straight jail. over. Yeah, no See, deal. I would
0: love that because i got to go back and forth between my laptop yeah. and so, over here. Yeah,
2: that's so. the no, same problem I have. Yeah, so I don't have, I don't have to worry about that. I just send it right from my computer um, and another thing is the, I think the max speed on these Ender 3s is 50 millimeters a second. The max print speed on my Neptune 4 is 500 millimeters per second.
0: Yeah. It looks like the video of him running stuff looks like he sped it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not. It's actually that speed.
2: Yeah. Like, matter of fact, uh, I had print, you know, I was printing my, the first clone helmet, um, uh, on it and I went to, um, Print the uh, like the little aerators and, and mm-hmm. stuff. I was going to print that um, on my Ender while the because it printed better with those being separate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can just glue them in, anyways. Uh, but it started printing on the the Ender, and I was like, God, this is slow. slow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the if I hadn't if I hadn't got the Ender though and started with that, I would be in a world of hurt because. I wouldn't have known half the stuff to how to deal with this uh, because it, it I would not recommend jumping straight into the Neptune 4 plus yeah,
1: so no start out start out with something smaller yeah
2: and well that,
0: you know, that kind of comes on to like the next subject that we got to talk about is, is if you're wanting to get into this what where do you go and what do you do with it
1: don't so buy the biggest newest most expensive that's my advice start yeah, small. exact
0: but you I agree with you but even before that, it's what are you going to do with it, so that it, you can decide which format, yeah, whether it's filament spool of looks like weed eater string, yeah, or liquid resin. Mm-hmm. So, Wes, what's the what's the ups and downs of the resin?
1: Well, with resin printing, uh, it's not going to be as fast. I mean, there there are. See differences in resin printers because uh, the the technology has advanced since I got mine a couple of years ago, and it, it's kind of like computers. You know, once things kind of got going, people found out what worked, but was like every eighteen months something right. had become obsolete. it's kind of the way three D printers are going. They keep finding ways to improve things, which is nice because they're they're listening to the community, which is which is huge, right? Um, but with resin printers, they're going to be a little bit slower. I'm not going to have the speed that Jay's got with his filament printer. Uh, you know, because little D&D tabletop minis, I mean, a lot of times, depending on how you've got them posed and how intricate they are, you know, I can take 10, 12 hours to print a 32-millimeter mini. Right,
2: yeah.
1: But the details on them. That's where,
2: oh yeah. resin, I, mean, I
1: think
0: depending meet. on the modeling,
1: yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. I think that's where going back to what you said. You know, what the application going to be? Uh, for me, it was tabletop and you know things where I needed a lot of detail. So, resin was the way to go because you can't get those kind of details on something that like small from a resin printer or from a filament printer, right? Um, but with that being said, resin is a liquid. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It will get everywhere, no matter what you try to do. It will get everywhere, uh, and that was one of the things that I had to learn uh, because you're trying to be careful and not spill things or, you know, get it on everything. Um, so you, you know, where you can just oh, I need to change filament, and you just throw another spool on or anything through, and you go. Uh, if I want to change say colors. If I want to go from, you know, like the standard gray and I want to do like like clearer, translucent green, something along those lines, I've got to clean, I've got to take the vat out, empty it, clean it, uh, get everything prepped again, put it back together and then change. And it, it's kind of a time consuming uh, bit. Right. Uh, the resin, it can burn on skin. Uh, the smell that is that is one thing with resin printers. They do tend to smell, uh, just the chemicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, if I'm fiddling with everything, I am wearing a uh, respirator. Just you know precautions, you know. I um, will wear gloves because that it can burn your skin. Uh, but it, it is neat when you you know you pop that mini off and you clean it up um and that is another thing that i have to do that you don't as far as uh i've got to actually have a, a wash station and i will clean i use uh, isopropyl alcohol you know 91 percent
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we'll clean the, the excess resin off the minis and then i can switch it over and it's got the uv light then i can cure it fun fact yeah, so over here because stuff. if you uh if you drop it, they will explode. That,
0: that they yeah. will.
1: Yes. I've I experienced, <laughs> yep, experienced that.
0: Yep, I've experienced that. We wanted Jays miniatures actually.
1: Jay's, yeah. And uh, <laughs> you drop it. We don't know. Well, I, there's no, parts it of it,
0: just it <laughs> that just vaporized and went into the upside down or something. I'm not sure where they went, but I promise you they are no longer in existence. I don't know where they went. <laughs> but that
1: was, that was one of those things I had to kind of learn. Okay. Don't over cure it because you will make the resin too brittle. Right. Yeah. Um, but they've gotten some different resins out now where they're more flexible after they've cured. Um, so uh, it's, it's one of those things to, the technology uh, keeps evolving. And a lot of it was, uh, you know, the monochromatic screens, and then uh, they went to, like, 4K, 8K, I think they're on, like, 12, 16, 32, I don't know. It's (laughs) just they keep getting better resolution, which it just adds. Yeah, well, it keeps, uh, the better your, the, the light is, that's what cures it because it's a liquid and it comes down and it, it, it hits it light in a certain area and it hardens that resin and it just comes out of the bat. Yeah. Uh, the better that is, the more detail you can get. So it, it's wild. Um, but it, it can be, you know, like with anything, there's a learning curve, but if you're, if you're careful and you kind of watch what you do and, and like I said, you know, uh, People like Uncle Jesse, uh, he's got tons of videos, uh, Frank's got tons of videos. Um, you can, you can pick up things to get better, which is really neat. Um, but yeah, it's it, but you know, I'm, I'm looking to get into the filament printer as well, uh, just because it's a little more, um. I guess for the costumes that I'm wanting to do, it's a little more practical.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you can use all that kind of stuff. So it's perfect.
1: Yeah. So, but, uh, now it, it, with the filaments, I mean, good night. The amount of improvements that they have made, you know, from, from your ender to like Jay values. I mean, it's, it's crazy to watch, um, what they've done and I know one of the uh, they're newer to the game but Bamboo Labs
0: yeah I've heard a lot about Bamboo Labs
1: they're making some amazing machines
2: yeah their their AMS system that they put on top you can it it will change colors uh, depending on how you've got the got it sliced to film it so like uh, I've seen a lot of people print like um, these like Pokemon and it'll be like a, like a Charmander or something. It'll print exactly like it's drawn, you know? Oh, wow. I mean, it's well, slower, like, right? Cause yeah. it's got a, it, it'll, it'll drain out the, the other, like when it changes. Well, like if
1: you're printing with red, it'll print and then like, you're going to switch to white. It actually runs it out. Change, it It extrudes what's left in the, in the nozzle. And then it switches over to like the white and then, out the back pops a little wad of, uh, red filament, of resin, you know, or filament. And it just keeps printing. But, you know, um, Jay, I don't know if you have really looked into, uh, bamboo. Um, I don't know if it would, would help what you do. Um, you're kind of your kinda more raw, uh, cast sort of.
2: Well, I mean, I honestly, I would love to have have one there just for the the AMS system to be able to print and like the the full color things. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, but, well, $1, yeah, but
1: just fact that they're fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, they're a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> they're
2: six hundred bucks without the AMS. I think the AMS <laughs> is extra. But but I th- I think it just comes for me. It comes back down to the build plate size because I don't think for what you want to do. Yeah. yeah, for what I want to do is a build plate size thing. Um, I, That that's when it comes to uh, like the filament printing and stuff like that because I had an error when I first got got mine because when I set the profile up I'd put the I had copied it over from what they gave me and they had given me a uh, the the bedside was like size was like ten millimeters too big so so like my my my, uh, my hot end was like coming over to the edge and like stopping giving me an error and I was about to. Pull my hair out! It's like there's nothing to print there. <laughs> yeah, I was like what's going on? But for me, uh, it just came down to what I wanted to do uh, with my printers. Which I still I, I print, you know, the Star Wars terrain and stuff like that. But uh, I can now print like that that uh, crashed lat that I'm yeah, yeah. I yeah print. Yeah, I needed that bigger print volume to really be able to do to, it, yeah. to be able to do it. Otherwise, you have to get. Uh, Get, get it to where you can slice it up into smaller bits, which is another program, which is a whole other learning curve. So for <laughs> me...
1: slicing files is, it can be tricky. Yeah,
2: so f- for, for me, it was just uh, a build plate size thing. So the ups
0: and the downs of the resin, that, that's pretty, pretty clear by Wes there. Ups and downs of filament printers, or FDM, I guess, yeah, yeah. is... The detail, small detail. Yeah. Okay. Finishing. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, my, you know, the helmet that you did, me, you got it tuned in really, really good, but there are still just a few things that I yeah. got to buff out. Yeah. So you will get layer lines no matter what you do. You'll still see some layer lines mm-hmm. that you won't really see in resin. Yeah. Um, from my experience and what Wes has, has done for us and told me.
1: You trailer. can get some layer lines. Uh, usually it's more like a, a, a transition in color. Right. Whereas, like you know, if you're using PLA or PETG or ABS, something like that, you actually see where the machine is going around and actually well, and
0: that's the layer. Th- right. And that's another thing about the uh, uh, filament printers that you can do is you, there are different mediums
2: mm.
0: they can be printed on, other than like with resin, it's resin of different colors or. Mm.
1: or uh, well, know, now there are different types of resin. Right. Um, but it's not to the extent that uh, that you got with filament printers. Right. I mean, I I don't
0: run ABS. I, I think these printers will run ABS, but you have to have it enclosed. Yeah, because there's an odor deal with that too, and some some toxicness with that toxicity.
1: Microplastics in the air. <laughs> with, right, right. But straight up, re-
0: <laughs> straight up, rather r- regular freaking filament. Just regular PLA or PLA plus. Yeah. Um, is like this PLA. Uh, you can get you know one kg, right? Yeah, yeah, one kg for thirteen bucks, 12, 13 bucks. Yeah, and if you're gonna paint it, mm-hmm. then you can get it for about that cheap. Yeah, uh, the stuff that I printed are mugs, D D co- mugs and stuff like that. I think it was like twenty bucks for a kg. Yeah, but I built those mugs and they're huge mugs that you can fit a twelve ounce can in. And it's a dice uh, tower. tower and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? I, I print. I printed I think five. Of those big mugs on that one spool, Mm -hmm. plus that little uh, Russian doll um, puzzle, and a one of those flexible dragons, Mm. and a bunch of um, little silhouettes for Star Wars Legion that I give away at tournaments. I did all that out of one spool for like twenty bucks. Yeah,
2: you can get a lot now. So that's
0: kind of the trade off. You can get more stuff out of an FDM, I think, than you can out of a resin. But they're different.
2: There, there's the trade-off. So that's right? not
0: the real comparison that you need to make. The yeah. comparison that you need to make is what you, as an individual, plan to do with the printer.
2: Yeah. Um, I and just talking about like the, what you can get out of like a, a spool of, of filament. Um, there, there's uh, that that doesn't count all of the. Uh, failed prints and things like that Yeah, because yeah, yeah. uh, oh, that's, that's gonna happen and, and honestly what uses the most uh, of that pla is those stinking supports man like everything that i print now like these helmets and all that kind of stuff uh has has to have supports yeah and that's what really makes the print time go up and uses more of the plastic so i try to Angle all my stuff in a in a way in the slicer to where it uses as least amount of supports as possible. Right, and
0: that's another thing with supports, and we can get it in all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, tree supports, supports can is be new,
1: the bane of your well. Tree, I'll put it when when you're with
0: filament printers, tree supports is a new thing where it actually like puts branches. It looks like a tree growing out of your build.
1: Plate. We'll see, they've got that parizadream. Oh, as do well. they? Okay. Yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of. Uh, when people are printing like masks and helmets uh, on some of the bigger resin printers, yep. that's what everybody has gone to. Is the oh, tree support? Um, I know uh, I used an older version of Tissue Box for, for for my printer, and it does not have the tree. Uh, I wish they would update that to where I, you could, because I don't know, I don't know if it would help small minis.
0: Uh, I don't know, but it saves a lot of uh, of filament on, yeah. on these. But rooms.
1: yeah, I, everybody that I've talked to, they're just like they're incredible.
0: Well, and, um, and and more than just saving the filament, it has less connecting points to your model, so it's less. Yeah, it's easier to remove and it's less to clean.
1: So, but that, that, uh, speaking speaking of the support removal, is that not the greatest thing? You need? in the world. Well, when they just using, snap right well, off,
0: well, using they, uh <laughs> using tree supports, yes. <laughs> but
1: but uh
0: when when you <laughs> when you I mean like on, before on my, on I was mind, using, you know, you're it, yo, gonna your's continue. it, yeah. And I'm very excited <laughs> it's to use a my great,
1: great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean there's all kinds of ups and downs for both these things, man, but I mean I I love it and all three of us really enjoy it, and
1: yeah. okay, okay. Before, before we get off, I know we're leading with it. Yeah, <laughs> I know up? we're to leave with it. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. What's
1: uh, up? Real quick, next printer that you would get, okay, or, or are looking to get? What, what are you what are you looking at, Chad?
0: I, I honestly I I think I'm good on what I what I've got. Uh, what I do want need, and I'm going to buy for sure is a um, <clears throat> wash and curing station like you have. The mm-hmm. uh, Elagoo Creality makes – no, Creality doesn't make one.
1: Uh, Creality does
0: make one. Do they? Because I look. Or, I didn't see it. Elegoo makes no, one. I'm, thinking any, cubic, I'm any, thinking any cubic. Any cubic. Yeah, any cubic. Uh, one of those, probably the Elegoo one, because my um, my resin printer is a Creality uh, Harlot Mage is what it is, I believe is the name. And it, it, it seems pretty big. I, I don't know what the build place I got it out and looked at it. I was like, oh, this is really cool, but I can't do anything with it until I get part of my garage cleaned out a little bit to get it out there. So <laughs> so I, that would be my next thing is that for that, if I were to buy another printer, I would probably want to get something similar to the Jays that is a larger build print. But I don't know that anything that I do really... Would
1: would require, would require that, that, big. that, yeah.
0: Even though, even though I'm going to start building these uh pit droids, um, but really, it, it mine print enough, it prints large enough for them, really. Other than the head, it takes three pieces, but you know, it's not that big of a deal. But what about you, Wes?
1: Uh, I mean, for me, uh, because getting into some more larger costume pieces uh, I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, the Creality, uh, K1 max. Is it a resin? Um, no, no, it is a, a filament. A and, in the uh, filament world. <clears> well, and it, uh, c- it kind of go on like what, what y'all were saying with the, with the build volume. Cause it's a, it's a 300 by 300 by 300, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, you can do full helmets, you can do, uh, larger pieces. Um, and was actually talking, uh, I know I've never seen a lot in this one, but uh, but I've talked to Frank over at uh, Frankly Built. We were messaging back and forth. Yeah. And you know, he was asking me, he like, Well, the yeah, first thing he asked me was this your first printer? I'm like, No. This would be my first <laughs> filament printer, but you know, I've been been printing with resin for a while. He's like, Okay, he goes, Yeah, I would suggest K one Max. Yeah. Um uh, uh, you know, if I could afford, you know, looking at bamboo, uh, either I mean the p one p is good. Uh, it's more. It's more like the, the K1 Max. Uh, right. It's not the same build volume, um, but uh, the X1 Carbon is amazing. But I don't know that I would actually need the multicolor for what what I would do. So I mean, I might I might go with the uh, just like the regular right. X1 Carbon um but right now that I, I think I'm going to pull the trigger on that reality on that K1 Max.
0: <laughs> I like Creality so, products. It's all like it's all I have is Creality products and I like them. But they, they're but almost all What about UGA? Really.
2: Um honestly it, if it wasn't a bamboo for the multicolor thing I and uh I I would it would be a toss up between a a resin printer to just get into that or just an, another uh, either the max, probably the max of the same printer I have. Just, just so you just, print more helmets. Yeah, just so I can double the production. <laughs> That's you know? the only reason
0: I bought the other Ender Three was to double my production of yeah. terrain. Yeah, because
2: <laughs> I mean, it runs. You know, a helmet takes you know two and a half days, and if I can have two printers running, that'd be great. Which, by
0: the way, real quick, this uh, uh, Enoch was a little bit bigger than mm-hmm. other helmets because it's it's different, right, than a regular yeah. Stormtrooper helmet. But that took what one and a half kg. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So basically, the whole thing was twenty bucks. Yeah, uh, of material, but it's the post work. Yeah, the post work. That's is, the big, big
2: deal. That's 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 yeah. where the that's and
0: owning the machine, the and all the of that. Yeah. So, but before we go, if you're you know if you're interested in seeing some of Jay's stuff, he's going to be adding new things periodically. Uh, if you have a request, I imagine because oh, yeah. he does have access to all of these files. He has the rights to them, so there's no kind of weirdness in that uh, uh, for him to be able to print. And I know you're offering a couple different things, raw prints and then completely done prints. Yeah,
2: the raw print right off the printer. There's no finishing to it. It's like kind of like a DIY thing. You do it yourself. Um, Or I can print. Uh, do the finishing for you, and I. And it doesn't have to be like just you know five zero first, and uh, that's my particular. I'm kind of biased to that because I like Anakin Skywalker yep, and, yep, yep. and all that, so I, I like that regiment. But it could be the 212th, the three thirty second, or you know it could be Mandalorian or uh, Sabine or Enoch or, or, Enoch yeah, or a stormtrooper or anything uh, like de- that. Death trooper, death you got trooper. trooper. So he's got
0: access to all this stuff, and and I think you said that you that, that you might be able to get access to some other things and branch mm-hmm. out a little little bit maybe outside of star wars and some yeah. other things so do do him a solid uh do the show a solid and follow his stuff and uh you know just check it out man so but yeah i'm gonna uh i'm gonna have to do some more printing man i've got to get part of my uh garage cleaned out so i can get that resin in there man yeah because i got yeah. <laughs> i gotta be like wes i gotta be like wes
1: you never thought you'd say that, dude.
0: Um, <laughs> I didn't really mean it. <laughs>
1: so,
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, until next time, the old bald Man Chad with Michiel J. Thank you, guys. And Redneck Wes.
1: Yeehaw! I am altering the beat. I am altering the
0: God blood! Came up for Rogot's belly. He parried, elbowed Garagot in the teeth and slammed him into a tree. Through the tree and out the other side and into the dirt. Splinters fell all around and the severed tree came falling, crushing a giant mushroom to the earth. Garagot kicked Rogot and he went soaring, flipped backwards and crashed down 20 paces away. The Mushroom King was up and after him. Rogot grabbed his axe, pulling up a handful of leaves with it, and leapt to his feet. Their weapons collided and they were at it again, snarling, hacking, shoving and punching, godblood thumping in their veins. Garagot thrusted the flat side of his blade hard against Rogot's
1: axe, pressed him back, then shoved a crust-covered finger deep into Rogot's ear.